0: All right, Brian Wilson here in the studio, and I'm going to be doing an episode of Jiu Jitsu Unraveled with you where I'm going to offer some commentary on uh, training with Hicks and Gracie and being at the seminar uh, in which he was promoted to red belt. uh, Which he, uh, as many of you know, if you're probably listening to this, you probably do jiu jitsu or are a fan of Hicks and Gracie or maybe even a hater. Uh, But he does not wear his red belt. So, Uh, my wife and I, um, Brian and Cora Wilson is, uh, our names are our names. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be at this event in Las Vegas. Um, so like here, uh, out in the hall of, I think this was at the MGM. I see Fabio Santos, Horian Gracie, Jean-Jacques Machado, Fabricio Verdun, all these people walking in. Then the next thing you see, so this is the Jitsu times video. Um, they, uh, have kind of got the inside track on posting, uh, Hicks and Gracie stuff. And I posted this seminar. So, uh, right here, it flashes into the room and there's a guy drilling with Hickson. Um, for, uh, luckily that guy is me. I am that person. Uh, so I'm getting to drill with Hickson here and, um, am using, um, my feet on his hips, uh, to create uh, some connection. And it's a drill a lot of people call crazy legs, but in the Navy blue Gee that's me so now back to uh, all these other people fabio horian and uh and others and uh, we're gonna do an episode on fabio santos uh two of my students have recently got to train with him so uh horian gracie uh he's walking in filming people have got uh the cameras on him uh pedro Sauer here i got a picture of pedro Sauer at this event it was awesome um big big fan of pedro sour so Hickson's still teaching me the right way to do crazy legs. I'd seen this drill, but not the way he does it. Hickson says, stop, what's going on here? I remember like looking up and being like, what? What is he talking about? What is happening? Like seeing all of these legends walk around. Insane, man. Totally insane. Hoyler, Tim Morris uh just called me last night. He's a Rodrigo Pinero white belt. Um, I believe Rodrigo was at this event, too. He was. Uh, I got to talk to him briefly. Um, Rodrigo's a four-time world champion, Hoyler, uh Holy Gracie black belt, and Tim Morris is a black belt under Rodrigo. So uh, they've kind of came and taught seminars uh, at my gym, done privates. So here, Horian is going to attempt <laughs> to recognize Hickson with his red belt. He's talking about Hickson's credentials, everything he's done for jiu they found out there's going to be this event and uh, they wanted to honor him as a red belt. So, this is where it, I mean, everybody loses that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm listening, I'm witnessing history. Like, wow, who's going to, who else could promote him? And then Hickson is bracing his brothers, hugging him. Who else could promote him other than Horian or Helson? I mean, they're the three oldest brothers. Elio's passed away. And, um, it just uh it was very interesting uh to to see it happening, like what are the odds at this seminar in Vegas that we go to uh a I am uh getting to drill with Hickson when this happens and that it happens uh at this event, so he signed the red belt around him, and uh everybody's losing it It's awesome, yay, so uh, Hickson's visibly emotional but uh, here's another side thing. A lot of people don't uh, recognize this. Is uh, everybody's chanting Hickson in the video? Uh, is that Hickson's son, Crone? This is three minutes into the video. It's actually who promoted him to coral belt. a Pretty controversial thing. Uh, this being spread around the internet right now is like um, students promoting their masters. But in a like, I was just talking to one of my coaches about this in sort of a patriarchal um, hierarchy art, uh, like martial art that has a patriarchal hierarchy that that's how it like lineages die out and get passed on and, uh, and things of that nature. And it's, uh, I'm telling you as a historian of martial arts and having written my master's uh, thesis on, uh, martial arts history can say that that has been a things, uh, all throughout time, Japanese jujitsu's is reinvention of traditions, um, that you're seeing. So Higson's is emotional. Uh, he's giving a speech to the crowd and he basically in a roundabout way is denying this promotion so um he he wears the red belt and i think he wore it the next day at the um at the martial arts super show um seminar so that's um one of the first seminars that Hickson has allowed people to video that I know of. Videos also obviously came in um with this, but I'm actually gonna see if he wore his red belt um the next day. I'm trying to uh see if I uh, there's a video that that is out there. It's M A I A Martial Arts Industry Association. Um and let's see it looks like okay. So and he didn't teach anymore. Have, the seminar resumes after this big promotion. It's about a twenty thirty minute delay, and he didn't teach that technique anymore. But he taught it the next day, and um, it's just a guard retention drill. But it looks like a a page called Kung Fu and Tai Chi Center um, has the video that I'm talking about. And it looks like um, he is wearing his red belt at that uh, next event. And uh, here's another one. Hicks and Gracie, My Super Show 2017 by Pitt Black Belt. So, Hickson basically is denying this um, promotion, in a sense, in a roundabout way, saying that he hasn't been doing jiu-jitsu long enough, that he uh, should be 65 when he gets promoted and he's 58, and he's going to put it in a safe. And... um His brothers kind of listen to what he has to say, and then they say what they have to say, and um, Hickson kind of accepts the promotion, wears it the next couple of days, but then doesn't wear it anymore after that, and I I don't think he's worn it since. So in his mind, he's going to put it in the safe, and when he's got his time in, he's going to do this, and he makes the comment that... um, He would go back to a third degree if everyone would just follow the same structure. I think the last time I looked, there's up to six different ranking systems in jiu-jitsu. And what Hickson wants more than anything, I feel, and what he said, uh, is to unify uh, all jiu-jitsu under the same belt ranking structure, um, bring about some modification to the competition rules, and preserve the self-defense aspect of the art. All very humble undertakings and um, having trained at Hickson at these two seminars and getting to spend significant time with Jack Toffer, a a student at Hickson that was at this event that introduced me to Hickson before um, drilling and maybe why he chose me to come out there. But um, I, I just feel like Hickson style Jujitsu jiu-jitsu is so effective in MMA. Like you can't, get, it's, you can't get hit in the groin. You can't get punched. You can't get scratched. They just take into account so many things. So it's like I'm really concerned um, when I teach uh, field like athletes in competition about them getting fouled. It happens. My wife just fought an MMA, illegally up kicked violently from the knees, Anderson Silva, Yushinokami style. And uh, amateur MMA didn't get a point deducted. The did, girl didn't get DQ'd. And it was like, you know, um it's it, fouls happen even when arrests are out there. I've had fighters fish hooked, eyes raked, all sorts of stuff. So Hickson's jiu-jitsu really is it's good for self-defense in that regard as it deals with all those fouls, which is a great point I think to start for self-defense. <clears throat> but um he says he's not yet there, so kind of hopping back into the video. He's saying he's an eighth degree, he's doing his time, and uh, calculating all his time since he's been a black belt, and he shouldn't be a red belt until he is 65 at least. So they gave him a ninth degree, which is a red belt. And um, there's actually a lot of red belts in the world, a lot more than people realize, and uh, there was another Red Belt here that they kind of translate for. I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, he doesn't speak any English that I know of. And I have to kind of translate for him. They did some interviews at the end of this video. Uh, Pedro Sauer comments in one of those interviews, that, and I've heard multiple people say this, but that Hickson is pretty much accepted. He's not the oldest brother. I think he's the third oldest brother. I think it's Hickson, then Helson, and Horian, if I'm not mistaken. Helson may be the oldest. I would have to look. Uh, But it's either Horian or Helson, and then Hickson's the third oldest. He's accepted as, like, the family champion. um, uh, But uh, Pedro Sauer marks to him as a master of the masters. Uh, A lot of people talk shit about things that Hickson has to say um, when it uh, involves uh, things that are against sport jiu-jitsu. But he raises some really good points. I mean, uh, you can't disagree with it. I think if you do sport jiu-jitsu and MMA – uh, and me as an academy owner, I really um, I really fall in line with a lot of stuff that he's saying. He's saying everybody should regulate the same. This is where he says he doesn't mind to take his black belt and be, be a f- fifth degree or third degree if everybody would just follow the same system. oh he's okay yeah that's another point he, he feels like he's unacceptable that people get promoted quicker than others and he he wants to be um he just wants it to be fair for everybody and i get that and i got to hear hickson speak at a conference uh a year earlier i remember i was uh, out in a lobby making some phone calls and i see him walking by and i am a super big fan i had never even seen him at that time and i call my buddy jack and i'm like oh it's hickson over there oh my god And, uh, he gave a speech that night and, um, he was saying that, you know, and he, that's one of the things that JJGF has done, uh, here Hoyler interrupts and starts talking about their, when they got their yellow belts on us. Um, I'm kind of listening to this Hoyler. Man, it's so awesome watching all this again. I actually watched this video again the other day and, um and got kind of emotional uh watching it because and i remember i got emotional being at the event just seeing seeing this happen i mean it was a very emotional thing and uh here here uh horian just says he's like because you're a red belt you should be a red belt and and they they go to the the extent to saying if their father was there ilio that um that he would want this and that's probably the truth. I mean. But uh and I think that no one is more deserving uh obviously of this belt than Hickson. Very kinda awkward thing to witness, honestly. I was making a point before I got brought back into this YouTube video. Um but we'll uh we'll maybe get back to that. So he accepts the belt, but then he doesn't wear it anymore after the day after this. He wears it this day, wears it the day after, doesn't wear it anymore, puts in the safe or whatever. Okay, so yeah, student retention is what I was uh, getting the point before is um the JJGF and that that speech he gave in Vegas and right here is is he just wants uh he wants to give jujitsu to the world. He wants to give it to weak people, he wants to give it to strong people, he wants to give it to competitors and he wants everybody to experience it in a similar way instead of uh all, uh the sport getting preference or um you know, athletes getting preference or I uh, just jujitsu for everyone, jujitsu for life. That's kind of the uh kind of the point I think that he's making. Okay, so here Horian I mean Horian started the UFC. But uh he said he's been thinking about promoting him for a while and uh they asked him about uh, what he thought about uh the promotion and so on. And um he's he said that he thought it was a great time to do it. Didn't know how Hickson would respond, but um Sounds like this is Budo Jake interviewing him. Trying to hear. Cabrinha was there in the room, too. Just saw him. It was. It was a, he just said it was an emotional moment, and it was an extremely emotional moment. Ho- uh, Hoyler's interviewing now. Everybody should watch this video. It's it's a piece of history. Whether he wears the belt or not. I mean, Hickson is just such an iconic figure, such a polarizing uh figure in all jujitsu and and such an amazing person, super influential and um I really uh was really influenced and changed by getting to um getting to experience this. I just was promoted to black Belt in Jiu Jitsu. And uh, I was more of like a senior brown belt at this time, three or four-tip brown belt. And I just saw a clip of my wife there in the corner. Um, and it was just such an influential and profound event. I just can't say enough positive things about it. Uh, I plan on doing several more uh, podcasts uh, relating to Hickson and uh, plan on getting trained with him um, more and interacting more with people that have trained with him. I just I believe his jiu-jitsu is truly unique and um, – some great sources for you to check out. He's got a couple of seminars that someone's put up from 93 Hawaii and Chicago. Um, there's the martial arts industry association seminar. Jiu-Jitsu times has a Hicks and Gracie cup. And I think it's Albany, New York. Uh, then there's Hicks and Gracie cup, Tokyo. So, um, he, uh, there's some Budo videos, um, uh, clips out there as well on this week in BJJ with Budo Jake. Also, Choke on YouTube, great documentary, one of the top documentaries uh, on YouTube in my mind. And I've read, uh, just like perusing for articles, like, hey, what's a great documentary on YouTube? And I've seen that one in several articles. Uh, so um, Hickson's a great source of information. He didn't put stuff out for the longest time. Um, Choke was the exception and little mini documentaries, some in Japanese and stuff, and I would watch those. and. I've just remarked to my friend Jack uh, Toffer uh, in the past that it's a, a great time to be alive in which uh, we have Hickson sharing with the world his uh, information and his take on jiu And it's a truly unique approach. I was just talking this morning. I remember being there with a trained eye and seeing him do things like body locks and I mean, he just has a truly unique way of doing things and making them work and just like looking at it and be like, what's he doing? I can't do what, what he's not doing it when I do it that way. I, what am I missing? You know, and it's just like his just is on another level. If you haven't trained with him and you want to talk shit, uh, you just have no idea. I mean, he is truly uh, an enlightened, um, an enlightened person. I think that we um, we're fortunate enough to have uh, uh, him around and that there are not that many people around like him in any given generation I mean, he's truly special, truly unique individual, and I cannot wait to get more opportunities to train with him uh, another good um <clears throat> excuse me, another good source out there would be the self defense unit it's just come out um a couple weeks ago i've, I've purchased it and working through it it's linked up with uh he's linked up with war tribe and uh Galler or Gaer it's like a video hosting site, but, um, they've uh, kind of all partnered up and he's putting out videos, uh, on his take on self-defense. And, um, that's a great source of information. I'm working through it right now. And, uh, I think that everyone, I think you can get it for like 40 bucks or something. So what a steal, but, uh, thanks for listening guys. It's been another episode of Jiu Jitsu unraveled. Follow our MMA show and Jiu-Jitsu Unraveled show. We have a a playlist on the Life Unraveled YouTube channel called Sports Unraveled. Anytime we're talking about Olympic sport, boxing, kickboxing, judo, Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, fight companions, uh, anything related to that nature, uh, when we're going to be heavy on that type of content, we'll be putting it in that playlist. uh, And uh, definitely we'll be doing a lot of shows, uh, a lot of Jiu-Jitsu Unraveled and a lot of MMA Unraveled shows. Thanks for listening and uh tune back in. Please subscribe to our channel. We are trying to grow our network of listeners and uh get the word out about what we are doing uh with uh with our lives and uh uh just trying to reach as many people as we can through the podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Hope to I always get weird on this part. You can't really say see you next time because I don't see y'all, but you see me. And hear me, but I don't hear you. I'll read you next time. Maybe in the comments or when you subscribe to the channel. I always get like awkward in my head. I want to say I'll see you later. But anyway. Alright. It's been real. Peace.